Hello everyone, uh, thank you very much for tuning in. My name is Georgie Ma, I am your host of Chinese Chippy Girl. My name is Ma Puyu. How are you doing everyone? Um, so this episode, I haven't actually done as much prep for this one. I just wanted to do this kind of off the cuff because I've experienced well, it's just been like a really weird week. Um, starting off with the, well, Boris saying that we've got the UK have gone back into a kind of mini lockdown again. Um, so yeah, that really, well, that really sucks. Um, you know, people, more people are dying. The infection rate has gone up. And yeah, that really sucks. Um, I'm quite worried personally. I'm quite worried because I'm, well, my family are in Edinburgh. My mum's up there as well. Um, and I've got like, older aunties and uncles up north in Manchester and Liverpool. And I just want to make sure that they're safe. And times like these, I just you know, wish that I was much closer to my family. So... One of the reasons why I've recorded this episode is because I got trolled for the first time last week. It's actually a week ago today that I got trolled. Uh, There's this user that messaged me this really, really, really weird message. Um, And so this is all on my Instagram. It's on my highlights. And yeah, so this is user that messaged me really confusing messages about different diversities of men and women but in the message he'd always spoke more highly about white people and so I kind of got the message that maybe he was just being a bit racist I guess but then I thought you know what I'll give um, I'll give this person I shouldn't say he for now but I'll give this person a bit of a benefit of a doubt and just thought maybe their English isn't that good so then I messaged this person back and said you know I'm just a little bit confused can you just clarify with what you mean and basically one of the messages here I'll say it now um, one of the messages that he wrote to me was you are ugly, hateful and stupid like Serena Williams, Halle Berry, Jessica Enos and even Markle. Her skin becoming more and more white but she will always look average. Just stupid, hateful women who hate everybody because despite having a white man and mixed or white children with them, they will never control white men and even white women and there will never be true leaders in white communities. So I was just like, uh, okay, well, I've not said one thing about trying to control white men. And yeah, so I did actually reply back to this person. I took it on the chin and, you know, just rather than getting peed off about it, I just put like a lot of spin on it. So for example, one of my messages... I said to him, um, it's okay, we don't always have to be on the same page. I'm just glad that I'm not on the same page as you. Um, thanks for putting me in the same category as Jessica Enos and Serena Williams. You have no idea how much of a big fan I am. And then I put, uh, OMG, did you mean Meghan Markle, as in Prince Harry's wife? I love that girl. Have you seen how cute their baby is? So, and after that, I just kind of gave up with uh, messaging that person and then I blocked him. And it wasn't that long until I blocked him uh, that this person went through the trouble to 
create a whole brand new account and continue to troll me even more. So, and again, these messages are really hateful. Um, he just talks more about, you know, Asian women are really ugly, uh, we'll never have success in our lives, say that your man is white enough, uh, love is the most important thing, uh, don't even speak about racism um, and stop playing a victim. And then he just goes on about, you know, Asian women, black women, mixed women, even you ugly, stupid women have just hate and jealousy after all these centuries um, and just saying that they would always prefer us white men than Asian men, mixed men, blah, 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 blah. We will never give them power. They will always need white men and they will never dominate us white men. So he's kind of, you know, like a misogynist and uh, very sexist and just very scum of the earth, really. Um, So I never got back to um, this second account. Obviously, you know, this, well... There's no evidence to say that it's the same person, but just the way how um, he's messaged me and there's no punctuations in anything, you know, it just feels like it's just a follow-up from the first uh, message from the first account. Actually, we ran back a little bit. Did these comments annoy me? Did it hurt me? Um, Yes, it annoyed me, but did it hurt me? No. And the reason why it didn't hurt me is because... I will never, ever, ever lower myself to that kind of person or that kind of human being. Uh, I know that I'm much bigger than that and I'm much better than that as well. And this will never affect me. Like, I've not lost any sleep over this. Um, What I did the next day was I reported the user uh, to Instagram. And then what I also did was... Uh, because there's two things you can do uh, when you're reporting this. You can report the user and you can also report the messages as well. So that's what I did. I reported the... Um, well, I did both. And then um, I also posted this on my stories as well. But the reason why I posted it on my stories, it's not just because I was trying to get sympathy that isn't it at all if I need the sympathy I'll just speak to Ewan and then I'll just talk it out with him or just speak to my friends or whatever but the reason why I posted that on my stories is because I feel we need to start speaking up more about it and there's no point in staying silent and because this guy has trolled me like how many more people has he trolled and are there any other victims that are um, maybe suffering from this because I want them to know that they're not alone but with the power of you know the uh, you know social media I did get a lot of support from people people who I know and people who I don't know as well um, obviously people in the communities um, people that are not in the uh, you know the Asian community so just getting lots of love from everyone a lot of people had given me some advice as well just saying what I should do including um, Hearn, Hearn Black so hey Hearn um, so she said have you thought about calling the police and I just just like "Mm, not really but you know what though she's completely right and um, hate crime is a really serious thing so that afternoon after I'd reported these messages on Instagram sorry to Instagram I'd actually contacted the police so I called 101 and went through the switchboard and it's been hold and then an operator um 
spoke to me and she isn't an actual police officer but I guess she's kind of there to give a statement so I gave a statement gave her everything that she needed to know she then said to me a police working on my case would give me a call on Monday um so long story short Monday came Monday went and nobody called me it wasn't until Thursday uh yesterday that I actually followed up and called 101 and just asked him if there's an update so I felt like obviously I had to like chase a little bit here and um they said it's been given to an officer and that officer would give me a call that officer did actually give me a call yesterday and he we spoke for quite some length um I told him what had happened and he emailed me so that I would be able to screenshot some of those messages that I received and send it over to him he then messaged me back pretty much straight away and I will read it out to you with his message Dear Miss Ma, well he, and it's clearly a he, or someone wishing to be regarded as one, is clearly an unpleasant person. However, having reviewed these messages, they fall below the threshold of grossly indecent or offensive required by the legislation. I'm not even sure that there would be a public order offence, a much lower bar, made out if he were to say this to you on the street. Assuming the delivery was calm and level, screaming at people for a sustained period will generally get you arrested, regardless of the content if one goes on for long enough. He is being deeply insulting and making racist generalisations about Asian women. He clearly has a problem. The only advice I can give you is to ignore any future messages you believe to be from this person. Block them and report them to Instagram. You dealt with his comments very well, but if you simply ignore them, I imagine they will become frustrated and give up. This will remain on our records as a racial incident, which may be useful, evidently, if someone else reports posts by the same user that do meet the criminal threshold, especially if we need to prove a racial motivation. Kind regards, and then the name of the officer. So... I read this over and over again and I was just like, what the hell does this mean? Okay. And I was just like, this is hate crime. Whether or not this person said that to me in a really angry tone or a calm tone or online or offline, it's still hate crime and it needs to be addressed. And that's what I've done. I've addressed it. The other thing is as well, is that he said... His advice is to ignore any future messages and to block the user because they will just get frustrated and just give up. And I'm just like, that is just completely the wrong thing to do. Like, why would I want to ignore it? And I tell you what, I've been ignoring racism for over 30 years now, like way over 30 years. And I've never gotten anywhere with it. I ignore it and then I come home from wherever and I just feel like crap. And I just feel like I just don't get supported. And now that I'm speaking up, which I think is the right thing to do, and nothing's getting done and he's even, the officer is encouraging me to not speak up about it. So what I did was I responded back to his message and I said, hi, 
I knew you wouldn't be able to find the individual as it would be like a needle in a haystack, but I'm disappointed that nothing else can be done. You said to ignore any future messages from this user, but it's not good enough. Why stay silent? It's like being in school. A kid in the class is bullying me and a teacher telling me to ignore them. Nothing has been done to stop the bullying, but yet I have to ignore it. I've already reported this twice on Instagram, but they won't do anything either. I know you're just doing your job and there are probably bigger problems, but I wanted to highlight this to you as hate crime is a problem across all races. As nothing will be done, that user will carry on hurling hate crime to other people with no consequences. The police and Instagram won't even intervene. Sad times for the victim who had to endure this. Oh, and I just think it's so pathetic. I just think there's no support or anything. And this is a very big society issue. Like Instagram should play a really big responsibility in this. The police should play an even bigger responsibility in this. And and they haven't protected me. And I know that, yes, of course, there's much bigger problems going on in the world but this is a really big real life problem that's really affecting so many east and southeast asians across the world so when i reported this to instagram they got back to me with a very generic message which is just basically like an automation and what they said was that they found the account likely doesn't go against our community guidelines if you think we made a mistake please report it because instagram is a global community we understand what people may express themselves differently we'll use your feedback to make this experience better for everyone if you don't want to see this user you can unfollow mute or block them to hide their posts and comments from your feed so that's the same advice that the police just gave me just ignore them and this is absolutely ridiculous and This is what's really frustrating me. It's not the actual user himself. That, I don't care what happens to that person. But the point is, as I was saying, Instagram, Facebook, the police, they need to be more responsible and they should be there more to help. Um, So what I did was this morning, I reposted my frustrations on Instagram. And again, I got a really good support from the community and a couple of people including Anna Chan and Rachel they said to contact end the virus of racism and and I was like yeah okay that's a really good idea Uh, I met them a couple of weeks ago which is really nice and I really believe in everything that they're doing if anyone's not heard of or come across end the virus of racism they're basically uh, a group of volunteers who have come together and they've created a crowdfunding campaign where they, they're trying to raise £150,000 to create the UK's non-profit establishment to address racism against the East and Southeast Asian community, whether it's supporting victims or even being a voice for East and Southeast Asian community So, for example, going into Parliament and addressing all these issues that a lot of East and Southeast Asian people are going through at the moment. So I spoke to Jacqueline, who is part of the committee, and 
I've basically forwarded on those messages to her and she's been like a really good support to me and she's going to help me try and raise it a little bit further as well which is really good because the more people know about this the more it can give us support for other people who are been through this as well or have been victim of hate crime and to also just uh, raise the awareness the one thing that Jacqueline has mentioned to me is on Instagram there's a group called segregation and it's the first time I've come across them actually because they've they recognise that Instagram and Facebook policy actually allows discrimination towards Asians. And segregation, they've actually set up a petition to change Instagram and Facebook policies because there's nothing in here to stop people from um, giving hate crime to the East and Southeast Asian community. And they've also got some screenshots of this same response that Instagram sent to me when someone has reported um, hate crime to them, which is really annoying. Like what they're saying is, uh, there's a guy called Calvin Fang who was called a bat eater and was called a chink, and he reported the individual who said that to him. And then Instagram just didn't do anything about it, and they said it doesn't go against their community guidelines. I'm like, how would? How does bat eater and chink not go against the community guidelines? Like, who writes this? And I'm just so disappointed in this. I'm, like, massively disappointed. Um, you know, Mark Zuckerberg, he just needs to... really needs to show support for the community. And especially because his wife is Chinese as well. And I'm like, come on, dude, you've got to build this you've got to change this policy why does why is it that it's taken a petition to kind of get the awareness out this is terrible it's not human at all one other thing as well it's all I think since I posted those stories on my Instagram account a few people have come forward and said this happened to me too and uh, Instagram didn't do anything so there's one user who messaged me a screenshot of another user saying just basically using the this you know saying the word chink in one of their posts and the user who contacted me her sister had actually reported that to Instagram and again they got the same response as I did the generic response to say that it doesn't go against their community guidelines this is just so disheartening and it's just it's absolutely wrong and it just needs to be changed all these hate crimes is one big part of systematic racism. Now, systematic racism is a terminology that I've only just heard about since, um, well, since the lockdown, really. And it happens. It happens all the time. I'm sure I've spoken about this in my previous podcast where, and also in my Instagram post where I had to colonize my surname Ma and added two R's at the end of it just so I can get job interviews just after I left uni and that at the time I didn't see it as a problem because I saw it was working when my surname was just Ma M-A I wasn't getting any job interviews but then I colonized it and added two R's at the end of it and I started getting loads of you know, uh, responses and interviews, and then I got a job out of it as well. And 
even though I didn't realise it at the time, it is, that is systematic racism. It's racism that doesn't, that hasn't been, that's, it's not hate. It's not hate that's directed at me, but it's society that has let this happen. And another thing, the British media, they are massive players in systematic racism, where they're still using pictures of a Eastern Southeast Asian person when writing articles about the coronavirus. And it's just ridiculous. It's it's like saying that we all have the virus and we don't. Like none of us asked for the virus at all. Um and it's just creating a really negative picture of Chinese people and East Asians. It's just ridiculous. Honestly, just don't get me started on bloody Donald Trump calling the Chinese virus, calling it the Kung Flu virus and people cheer him on. All that is systematic racism. It's stereotyping a race and it's making it seem acceptable for other people to do the same thing and you know what as a victim of this it makes us feel so uncomfortable and just going back to end the virus of racism they've got some really good stats on the website so basically they've said that hate crime on east and southeast asians has gone up by 300 percent in terms of actual volumes in April, there were 261 people who reported hate crime, 323 in May and 395 in June and 381 in July. Now, I just want to pause for a second because just doing a quick math, that's well over, that's over a thousand people. And there's this number is increasing as well. But if you think about it, how many people would just stay silent about it and just brush it under the carpet? Like, imagine how many people would just not go to the police and not talk about it. Thank you. Okay, um, I also wanted to share with you some tips on what I think would be good to address these things and how you can help as well because a few people have been asking me this and it's a really tough one because if I knew the answer to it then I obviously wouldn't be having this topic on you know my podcast right now because I'm I'm still learning I don't know what the answer is but there's a few things that as a community that we can actually help or you know if you want to help a community so the first thing which I think can help is if you are a victim please speak to someone about it friends or family member please don't bottle this up on your own and I always believe and this is going to sound really really cheesy but a problem shared is definitely a problem halved it's you need to find this support and you really need to speak to people about it and I promise you you'll feel so much better you can always I know I don't you know whoever's listening to this I probably don't know you um, but I am just on the other end of Instagram if you ever need to speak to me about anything Um, and you can always 
email me as well if you're not on instagram you can email me on chinesechippygirl at gmail.com and i'm here to help you because it's really important that we all support each other one way or another the other thing is as well if you're not affected by this directly but you know someone who is just ask them how they're doing or you know you hear there's news and you hear that there's hate crime on east and southeast asians you hear it on news or you can see it on facebook and you have a friend that's asian and you know that they probably go through it and they're a victim just ask them how they're doing and just give them permission that that they can come to you because you have no idea how isolating this feeling is and it's always nice for the victim to know that there's support on the other end the other thing is which i just mentioned a couple of times is definitely report it even if you don't get the outcome that you wanted to or the outcome that you're looking for it's still very important that you report any hate crime to the police and to instagram if it's done on instagram or to facebook or to twitter or in your workplace as well please it's i know it's it's so it's so difficult you just don't know how to address it you you think you're going to get into trouble you think oh you you just think no it's just easier not to report it it isn't it's easier when you do report it and you'll feel like a massive weight lifted off your shoulders because you should always regret things that you've done rather than not done and I have no regrets going to the police about what had happened and I have no regrets going to you know reporting it to Instagram I'm frustrated yes and I'm angry but I don't have any regrets at least I know I've done what I can and hopefully it will raise some sort of awareness The other thing is, and this is a really tricky one, but it's being prepared to have that awkward conversation with someone when you're, when you hear they're saying something that doesn't feel comfortable. So I am trying to get better at this because I'm not very confrontational. And what I've learned is like, I just need to really speak out more and about, oh, I'm just rambling on now. But anyway, I'll give you one example. Um, A few weeks ago, I met up with my friend and I, we had this conversation about, you know, women giving birth and everything. And then I said, being a woman is really tough because we give birth, uh, we put our bodies through it, but yet we are fighting for our women's rights. And then he turned around to me and he said, well, what do you mean women's rights? Um, not having women's rights is illegal and you know what he said that and then normally I would just get taken back and then I'll just be like oh you know I'm just not going to address it because I I'm not quick at thinking on my feet um and I just feel like just not saying this just easy I'll just brush it off but then like I leave that conversation and I'm like oh I should have said this oh I should have said that but you know what? I just had this really open conversation with him and I said, yeah, women's rights is illegal, but people, but we're still fighting for it. There's a lot of companies out there that don't give a fair representation for for women. There's a lot of companies out there where men 
would get paid a lot more than women. But then he says, but that's illegal. It can't be done. And it's really difficult because I didn't have this the facts and the stats on hand ready for me. And and I remember at one of my previous jobs, I just had to explain that. In my previous job, I led the diversity campaign where I worked in tech and two out of 10 employees are women. And we need to we need to make a stand and we need to increase our diversity because at the moment there's not that much representation and I remember when I was presenting this one of the leaders said but we post job job adverts uh, for these roles we do it very fairly but it's not our fault that the vast majority of people that apply are men but okay I get that that's fine but as a company, we need to be leading this. So we need to be encouraging more women to apply for these jobs, to apply for these tech roles. And I did some research to say that, um, you know, when kids are at the, you know, of the infancy, they will of any gender, they will pick up whatever toy they want to play with. But then again, it's society that kind of separates the toys and um, you know the hobbies and girls play with Barbies and boys play with cars and that stems off from a very young age and because of that men and women would kind of grow a bit more separately and that's where the stereotype comes in like you know men would do the coding and women would do you know like nursing for example and it's just a big stereotype It, it shouldn't be there And one of the things which I suggested when I was presenting and trying to lead a better diversity in our workforce was that, as a start, we should be going into universities or schools and trying to encourage more women in tech and trying to educate more people to work in tech and to explain to them what a good career choice it would be. So anyway, I've digressed a little bit, but that's something which I'd spoke to my friend about and then the other thing I spoke to him about was just from experience because I'm a mum I feel this does have an impact on my career choices and job opportunities and it's really weird because I got made redundant just after I got back from maternity leave it's a really long story but that happened to me and it's very common in women who come back from maternity leave because a lot of my friends uh, it's happened to them but um anyway and I I remember when I got had my consultations the HR consultant kind of loosely said to me if I go for job opportunities sorry if I go for job interviews just don't tell them that I that I've got a kid and and I just thought that's so weird because my child is a big part of me and during that time when I was job hunting, I'd, I did tell, I thought, you know, I'll just be really honest with them because I'd rather employees be, I'd rather employees know where I stand and vice versa. So I did tell them that I've got a small child and, you know, um, what their flexi hours are like. But as soon as I said that, I noticed that they never asked me to come back for the next round. And it doesn't feel like a coincidence because at that time I was interviewing quite a lot. 
And I noticed it's like a recurring pattern. And I told this story to my friend when I was trying to tell them what I meant by women's rights. And my friend is very open-minded. Sorry, I feel like I've painted a really bad picture of him. He's very open-minded. And I think he was more interested in what I had to say. And it's when I was explaining this to him, it wasn't like, how dare you say that? Oh, I got so annoyed. That's not how it works. It's just having like a really open, honest conversation about it. And some people, and what I'm trying to say is, some people, they're not sexist or racist or, you know, they just don't know, they just don't know what your feelings are. And it's just good to have an open conversation about them and to tell your point of view across and they can get their point of view across as well. And even if the outcome of that conversation is like that person doesn't agree with what you're saying and vice versa, you're basically agreeing to disagree. It's good to get that conversation out there because at least, again, at least you said your bit and you will feel so much better. And these conversations are really hard. They're really awkward to have. But I really encourage people to start having them because if we just stay silent and we're just not going to argue the case, honestly, I just feel it's just going to get worse and worse. So... Anyway, yes, that's just my uh, <laughs> that's just my week. Um, I'm hoping for a much better uh, week next week. It's weekend now. What I'm going to do is I'm just going to um, edit this because well, that's what I need to do. And yeah, I, I just I, to be honest, I feel much better after saying all that because I guess I've been just so busy at work just and I've not really had the chance to brain dump um, my thoughts and feelings around this so I feel better already um, and like I said if this happens to you please do one of three things or all three of them speak to someone about what you're going through a problem halved is a problem shared no it's not a problem shared is a problem halved the other thing is definitely definitely please report it report it to Instagram your work um, you know the police it's just really important to have these numbers and like I said if you don't get the outcome that you wanted you'll feel much better speaking to them and reporting it and the other thing is please be prepared to have those awkward conversations with people and there's one thing as well which I didn't say a couple of minutes ago that one thing I'm trying to remember just so because I'm not very good at thinking on the spot is if you hear someone joking about for example Chinese people and then the coronavirus or you know something or it doesn't even have to be about that it could be about you know um, your sexuality and your you know your race or your religion and they say something that doesn't sound right what you could do is you could all a few things um, that you can say is you can just say to them uh, what do you mean by that or you can say, oh, I don't find that very funny. What did you mean by that? And it's just, and again, it's not having that really defensive tone, but it's opening up a dialogue with them and open up a conversation with them. And it's not you staying silent. So 
please do speak out. Um, so yeah, anyway, it is Friday night. Uh, I've got a party to go to. No, I don't really. I'm just, uh, I'm actually in my bed and, uh, I'm going to text you and see if you can make me a cup of tea and some digestive biscuits because we bought some the other day. And, uh, anyway, that's me tuning out and, uh, thanks for listening. Bye. <laughs>